there, enthusiasts. Brandon and Kenny here. Coming back at you. Hey, brother. <laughs> who did that? Who is, who is that? You know what's really funny? If I don't say anything, you'll just keep going. That is, uh... That's Hulk Hogan. What did, uh... Oh, yeah, that is Hogan. Then what did, uh, Randy Savage say? Oh, he, he was like to... that, but he always talked like that, right? Snap into a sleep gym. Snap into a sleep Then he snapped into a tree Hey, limb. brother. I'm now, gonna grab him. And I'm gonna twist him. And I'm gonna turn him into deep fried jerky. Did he... Did he actually say that, or are you like playing on the whole? Oh, he said a thing? lot of things. I was like, "Oh yeah!" Like he was the Kool Aid Man, <laughs> busting through walls. Oh yeah! But it's just Macho, Macho Man Randy Savage. Did you ever? Did you play Skyrim yet? No. So the new thing about the Elder Scrolls Skyrim, like in 2011, is that there's dragons. There's this really good mod that you can put on on the PC where mm-hmm. you turn all dragons into Randy Savage, but it's like <laughs> a giant flying Randy Savage. So, so I was watching. I love watching people play Let's Play on YouTube and stuff like that. And I was watching the Game Grumps do it. I've talked about them before. My brother and I love them. They mm-hmm. are not age appropriate for kids, but they're really Warning, funny. Parents out there. Um, but. So they're they're like playing Skyrim and they're like playing all these mods and everything. They normally only play games if like they can be super entertaining mm-hmm. while playing it. So Skyrim's not one that they would normally do, but they played it with a bunch of mods and they tried to speed run it to make it <laughs> entertaining. And uh so they show you like they they have the Randy Savage mod and then like so they're in one part of the game where they're they're just close to like this thing that they have to get and they're almost there they're low on health and then all of a sudden like out of nowhere they're out in the middle of the wilderness all of a sudden like you hear in the background like they're not talking and then you just hear really slowly in the background step into a sleeping <laughs> And and then they're like, oh, crap. And then a giant Randy Savage dragon comes down and kills him. But just there's something about that. Like, they just kept saying, like, man, I hope a dragon isn't here. Man, I really hope a dragon. And then just in the background, stop it, do a slip game. (laughs) Like in the distance. I don't know if I've ever played any game with with a a full mod set. I mean, I've used mods, but not like. There's so, some good ones was it, out uh, there. One of the most classic ones, if I'm remembering this correctly, wasn't it? Um, <clears throat> wasn't it Doom that had a a Barney mod? Remember Barney the dinosaur? Yeah, yeah. Like, I love you, you love me. Yeah, that thing. Barney. You could make like all the monsters Barney instead. That was one of the first mods I ever remember like hearing about. I'm pretty sure it was Doom. That one I don't know. Yeah. Um, I really love that Randy Savage mod. Anything that has like swords in it, um, if I can mod a lightsaber in there instead, yeah. I'm always happy. Uh, yeah. I'm always very happy. There was uh who is it? There was that game. I don't know who it was about. I think it was like a tricks the cereal. Yeah. They took Doom and they modded Trex cereal over it, and all the enemies became like normal thing. It wasn't Trex. Wait, no. How long ago was this? This is like nineties. Mini wheats. It was mini wheats. I remember that game, and it was actually licensed. So it just used the Doom engine. It used the Doom levels, everything from Doom. We're gonna have to look that. But up. it was super kid friendly because it was mini wheats. I forgot about that game. That my, was legit though. That was a mod that was like licensed. My friend had that game. I didn't for some reason. And I remember going over to his place, and he had it. I'm like, what is this thing? And we used to play it on his Gateway 2000. So there yeah. you go. That that dates it a little bit. It was just the dumbest thing, because it, it was like they were the, the shredded mini-wheats, right? Yeah. Is what they were. 
And then these of enemies, all things. The enemies were like these goopy green aliens. Yes. Oh my gosh. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to find That's that. weird. We're gonna That's have to weird. play that. I remember one time I got in a cereal box, they had a disc for the Pokemon trading card game. But it wasn't the it wasn't the Game Boy game. No, it was like an actual C D for CD. your computer. I had that too. What and uh, you know what? That game was baller. That was, free game that you got in the cereal box. Well, because I, I think what it was, it was supposed to be a training game, mm. like to teach you how to play so that you would go and buy the card. But cards. they had a campaign. You would go through and battle trainers and all that stuff. But like it was everything was pre made. It wasn't like a random deck of cards that you got. It was like something in there to mm-hmm. like so you have a certain way to do it. But it wasn't just training. They had like you could actually like compete in like a tournament. Right. But it was a pre made one. But technically it was a campaign. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, had, yeah, like, they had people you would have to go through and battle. They were like voice line and stuff like that. And that was a good game. If I get my hands on that one, I'd love that. Today we're talking about a Nintendo. Nintendo director. Uh which, you know, if you're <laughs> if you're in our audience and you didn't expect it, I mean really shame on you. Nintendo director. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you how we my brother came up with that accent? We loved uh Iron Chef. My Iron Chef and I, is, I told is you that. legit. Yeah. Did I show you that video? Is that the chairman? Goes, is that supposed to be the chairman? Yeah, the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not just that. There's this guy that goes around and he'll like interview people. And he used to, we, we still do this to this day. It's probably not good. He would, instead of saying, excuse me, like they would be in the middle of talking like in, because it's, it's essentially like a sports cooking thing. Really. It's a competition. Yeah. But it's none of the style of sports. Like there's announcers and stuff like that. But there would be a guy that would, quote, unquote, be in the field, in the kitchen, and he would be getting information from the chefs. Mm-hmm. So he would every once in a while interrupt the announcers. And instead of saying, excuse me, he would go, squeeze on. Squeeze on. Squeeze on. No, it would be very Japanese. Squeeze on. Squeeze on. And then he would say his thing. Squeeze on. I just talked to Billy, and it turns out that he is using raw chicken for the fridge. Like something like that. But he'd always go in and squeeze on. Like so, so we always did this in the house where, where it doesn't matter what you're talking about. Uh, this is just our four boys. Doesn't matter what you're talking about, what you're doing. At any point in time, you can always go squeeze on. I just wanted to let you know that I took your ice cream out of the fridge and I made a sundae. And then you'd go away. And then you never uh, said thank you. You never said please. It's just squeeze on. And then, but we do the adieu. You add adieu, e r u, but flip the r. You add that to the end of any word, and in, in our minds, that makes it Japanese. Because when we were kids, we listened, we uh, watched Iron Chef, and that's what the announcer sounded like. He still had his Japanese accent, but he did 100% know English. So he'd go, oh, he's uh, grabbing the uh, fish you now. Uh, something like that. He would just that's, add that at the end of it. That's like when people add O to words to make it Spanish. Yeah. Fisho. Here's my cato. He thought, he thought grabbing the fish. Doggo. And that he's making pork chapos. Pork chapos. <laughs> Los does. pork chapos. Los pork chapos. That actually does sound Spanish. <laughs> well, but like, you see what I mean? Los so, pork chaparros. <laughs> so my friend, my brothers and I, we never call Nintendo. It's Nintendo. Nintendo. Because <laughs> we heard somebody from Nintendo calling that before. Nintendo directory. So what you got to do is you need to put that in a sentence like we were talking. Was this two podcasts ago? You say, yeah, I really like stuff made by Nintendo. And it's really yeah, cool to play. Nintendo Direct. So Nintendo Direct. So this is the this is the second one we've had for the Switch. Not including the what? initial one, right? No. We've had so many. 
They do about like four a year. Well, no, they have the those are the minis, right? No, they have the, the minis, yeah. and then they have no. They do larger four main ones. ones a year. Are those all considered main ones? Yeah, we oh, had one in January. Minis. We had one right before Odyssey came out. We had one a little bit ago. We See, have Nintendo minis all the time. Minis that's happen, what I thought. I thought they were all mini. Minis. Happens like once a month. Oh, okay. What, I didn't realize say that because it says mini. Was it the same mini? Well, this one didn't. Usually, the mini right? Nintendo directs just pop out, like Nintendo Labo. When that right. was announced that was in mini, January, right? that was a mini. They usually will pre-plan their Nintendo Directs. Like a week in advance, you'll know that one's coming up. Right. Like this you last know? one was on the 8th. I love that they do that too. Like Nintendo has become anti-E3. I mean, not really because they still do stuff for it. But I remember the first week or the first year that Nintendo was not at E3. Mm-hmm. I think it was 2012 they did that. In 2011, they announced Skyward Sword. And I remember that was the last time that they were at E3 because they had an actual like orchestra. And to be honest, their presentation was awesome. Like, not just Skyward Sword, like everything was awesome. They had an actual orchestra there, like for the whole thing. Like, it was really cool. And then, I don't know, maybe it's just budgetary, just makes more sense. But I've been happy with what they've been doing. I like the Nintendo Directs. See, what I like about the big companies doing their own, like, press streams like that is. Like, I, I always felt really overwhelmed after, like, E3 and, um, like, even, like, CES and stuff because, like... My brothers used to take time off work well, for, e- for the week There's of E3. so much stuff that would get announced that, like, to consume it all, it would take, like, days to really figure out everything. Yeah. And so even then, then thing, none of it is coming out until that holiday. Right. So they, it would it'd be, like, just this massive, like, press, um, you know, dump, really. What you're talking about, it, it was especially bad... Like ten years ago, right? Because that's when everybody was at those events. And now that's all they announced. Now that like that Nintendo, Nintendo, and Nintendo. Microsoft, um, Microsoft, and they're doing their own like streams, like Nintendo Direct and stuff. Nintendo it Direct spreads it out. So like, we on the eighth, we only had to focus on Nintendo. We didn't have to think about third parties or any of that other stuff. Yeah. it's just Nintendo, and it's so much easier to consume. Mm. And because they set their own cycle, you don't have to worry about like. You know, oh, this is holiday, right? We're sitting here in March and they're talking about holiday 2018. Yeah. So, because they can spread it out better. I don't remember anything about the directs. So you're going to have to help me because so, it came out like what? So, I have the list here. We when won't go through everything because we could probably spend like hours. When was this direct? This direct was from the 8th. That's right. The one that just happened. That's right. One. So, we're a little late. We're a little late. But we still want to talk about it. Actually, it's kind of nice that we're a little late because some of the stuff came out already. All right, so I have the list from the Nintendo Direct, so we should just kind of pop over some of these and just kind of uh, give some that reaction. You know what's funny? What? They had they had a, a Nintendo Direct Mini, like we were talking about, just a little while ago, too. Which one was this? Their Nindies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah I mean, like, that's Nindies a is difference. a little different. It is a Mini, but it's yeah. a little different, because that's all third-party. Which, there's nothing really interesting. I thought some of the games looked interesting on the Nindies. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to try them. I'm going to check them out. I'm going to hop around a little bit here and just pick some of the ones that I thought would be really good to talk Name about. Name them off, bro. Are we going to stay Switch Focus or 3DS 2? Uh, Switch, because there's there wasn't really that much interesting. I'm going to actually 3DS. make a note about the 3DS. I'm starting to get the feel that it's getting close to end of life. Based on the titles that are coming out, it's like a lot what? of like port. There's not like a lot of like heavy development happening in there. Like, for example, uh, what is it? Luigi's Mansion or whatever is coming out. And uh, I was watching this video. They said the only reason it's probably even coming to the 3DS is because the same engine that's in that was already ported for a different game. So it's yeah, easy for enough for them to get over. Expansion 2, which came out three or whatever years ago it was. The so 3DS. they could just reuse the engine. Um, granted, there's uh, a great game, De- though. Detective Pikachu is coming out, but that's otherwise, out. it's. That just came out. 
Yeah. Oh, did it actually come out already? Yep. Yeah. So I just I haven't seen it, but I saw there was a review. That was the only like like oh wow, um oh and then Toad Toad's game, but that was also oh, a, Captain Toad. Yeah. Yeah, that was a port, and it's because they had That's the engine available. That's a new game. I thought that was a port. It's using the same engine, but it's not a port. Okay, that's what it was. So they're yeah. sharing an engine. So yeah. it's they're not doing a but lot Nintendo, of heavy development. Nintendo is able to take like those games around the Wii U or something like that, pretty easily swap it over to the 3DS, and then add different levels and stuff like that to make yeah. it a new game. Pretty simple. They did that for Mario Maker. Oh, did they? Yeah, I figured that. Pretty much the did. same engine. They Can't don't wait for Mario Maker now. on Switch. Yeah, you want to know why? Right, because the Odyssey engine. Stuff. Well, not only that, but uh, 3DS. Mario Maker, they don't let you go online, which they is the don't? best part about Mario Maker. I didn't realize that. No, it's all like it's all homebrew. That comes oh, with like courses that, that are pre-made and stuff like that. All the best ones are online. Yep, that's dumb. Tell me about it. All right, so switch. Um, so the first one here is Kirby. So I will say I didn't think I was going to get this game. I actually bought it because what? Seth wanted to play. He's going to play it today. Well, because I downloaded the demo. Did you fix your Joy-Con? I got a new one. You got a new one? Yeah, the dead one's actually right there. Well, I'm glad you got a new one. So what we'll do is uh, tonight, can we play that a little for a little bit? Yeah, we can play Kirby. That'd be fun. So I bought it for, I bought it for Seth, but I, I mean, I kicked it off too just to try it. When I watched the, the Nintendo Direct video, it seems super childish, like... It's not Almost, childish. It's simple. It's very simple. It's, it's basically a, like Mario scaled way back. Like simple, I simple. say way back. Because Mario's not the hardest platform game out there. It's not, but Mario... Super Mario Maker can be based on the levels that people have made. I don't know. Like playing Mario Odyssey, like there's some like... You have to get pretty good for some of the levels. Like you can play it without being pro. But yeah. there's some things you need to like know how to do like triple actions and stuff that makes it... A little more involved. Where like Kirby, it's it's just not like that. Like yeah. a lot of moves are assisted and things like that. It is fun. There's some neat things in it, but I've only played it for a couple hours. So playing Kirby, I, I could say being a you know a decent game for most people. If you want a light platformer, something that easy to play with the kids. Yeah, that's a good one. And actually, just for yep. kids in general, it's I'd say five and up. So what do you think of Captain Toad? Because that's coming to the Switch. I love too. Captain Toad. My brother had it. Oh, really? It's super fun. It's a puzzle game. Yeah, I don't think I'll probably end up picking that don't, one up. Don't look at it as a skin of anything else but a puzzle game. Yeah. I mean, it seems fun. The graphics yeah. and stuff look... I mean, they're on par with all the other current Nintendo graphics. It's um, not going to be full price. I hope not. I wouldn't pay 60 bucks for that. It's not. I was hesitant on $60 for Kirby. Speaking of games worth money, though, I am super excited for this. Like, really excited. Okay, go for it. And I know you've already had the luxury because you have a PlayStation, but... I am very much looking forward to Crash Bandicoot. Oh, Crash Bandicoot, yeah. Coming to the Switch. I already have that. So all the remastered stuff that PlayStation recently got, we're getting on the Switch. I am super psyched. Now, that was rumored for a while now, Mm -hmm. but nobody believed it because it's Crash Bandicoot. Why would it end up on the Switch? Which, honestly, it's still hard to believe that. Yeah. Because that's like, that's that's Sony property. Picture this. Uh, When was the last time you... Played a Smash Brothers game. Did you play uh, it for Wii, Wii U? I didn't play Wii U. I played Wii. Okay, which was a fantastic. Well, put Smash it. Smash Brothers. Think about this. There has been on the Wii U and the 3DS. They did like a mashup where you had two different versions, but it's there, the same game. Oh, there was a. There were some crossovers from other because they had Snake consoles. Well, Snake has been on the Nintendo games before. Where Crash Bandicoot is actually owned by Sony, uh, Sony Entertainment America. 
Um, so it's a hundred percent a PlayStation franchise first per, first party. Well, when when Crash Bandicoot came out back in the day, there was a commercial of Crash Bandicoot making fun of Nintendo. Yeah, how cool would it be? Because I think he'd be Smash. perfect. I think he would be perfect for it. And he would have the uh, the mask and all that stuff floating around him. Uh huh. No, that'd be really cool. I think he'd be perfect for Smash Brothers. No, you know what? Forget it. Nope. They're just doing it. Like we're we're literally predicting the future. That is. Going I don't know. I didn't even, even think even of that. Prediction. That is going to happen. All right. So that there's transition. no way that they would have planned it this way, where you get the insane trilogy. Yeah, that's in the same Nintendo Direct where they announced the Smash Brothers. That's a good point. So obviously, transition Which, is Smash way, Brothers. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk about it in a moment. They announced Smash Brothers. Yeah. Uh, but it was very teaser. It was super teaser. Very good teaser, though. Yeah, I thought so. The way uh, it flowed was really cool. Uh, you got Splatoon characters in there now, which is cool. Well, because they went from Because the... Splatoon is doing some new stuff. That's fun. So the Splatoon DLC trailer, they made it longer, and then it flowed into the Smash one. And the way that happened, I was just like, dang, yo. Dang, yo. It was really cool. Dang, yo. Now, people are questioning, like, is this a new game? Is it a port or what? But. No, it's a new it's game. It's a new it's game. It's got to be a new game. And there's one thing that everyone's saying is giving it, it away. If it was a port, they would have said that. So the reason people are saying that it has to be a new game is because they're putting Breath of the Wild Link in it. And Nintendo, if they port something, they're not going to put new characters into a port most of the time. That's not true. They'll update stuff. They might tweak some graphics, things like that. But they normally won't they put, put new... They put new stuff in... Uh... In what? Mario Kart 8. They put new characters. What did they put in there? That was they put new? in new carts and they uh, brought back battle mode. Battle mode is not on the Mario only Kart reason 8 they brought the back battle Wii mode is because they were already working on it in the Wii U well, and, yeah, and they no, abandoned that's, it. That's obvious, but but I'm saying that they wouldn't have done that just for. I'm saying that if they were going to do a remake of the old, it's not a port. We know that it's right. not a port. Um, mostly, and that's not my reasoning. Um, my reasoning is that if it was a port. They would have not made it a teaser, a very obligatory teaser trailer. It would have been a full-on trailer where they would have said, "Right, this by the way, this one that you've already played, it's coming over." Right, because it's it's still a big thing. Like Super Mario Kart Eight was a big thing, getting deluxe. Yeah, but it would be they they put a lot of hype into it, you know. Um, so no, it's going to be new. They may just call it Smash Switch, like the other ones they called Super Smash Brothers Wii U and Super Smash Brothers 3DS. They're the same game. Is that what it's called? Yeah, they're the same game. It's just you play it on two different consoles. So literally, you played like you just got my 3DS, so you haven't experienced any of this stuff. Uh, you literally got the Wii U version on the 3DS, and it was really cool. Mm. Like they didn't have another name, so they may call this Super Smash. Switch. That's interesting. Well, because like for the or Wii, Switcher Smash Brothers. I, I think they would just give it a name. Because like for the Wii, it was what was that Melee or was that Brawl? Brawl was the Wii, and then Melee, Melee must was have been the GameCube, GameCube, which was my favorite. That was your favorite. I really like Brawl. Brawl was good. I thought the campaign Melee, was even really good. In Brawl. They introduced some really cool stuff in Melee. The trophy collection thing in Melee, where you earn trophies throughout the game, but you weren't. You could also oh. earn coins. That you could then go in for... Tro- oh, wow. Melee was one of the first loot crate systems. Oh, yeah. But you couldn't pay for anything. Right. Like you could actually you use could only earn it. But that trophy system, you couldn't pay for it. But 100% it was a loot crate. You know, you just... You paid for... And the more coins you paid, um, the more chance you had to get a new trophy. One that you haven't got before. Um, which I really like that system. I collected... Uh, I have... How long has that game been out? 
15 years. In 15 years, oh, by the way, crap. I still have it. I still have my save from when I was 13 years old. And Brandon, the last time I played it was two months ago. Like, I still play it at least four or five times a year. I was actually, after seeing the trailer, I was thinking about busting out the Wii and playing. You should. Brawl. Well, what I was going to say was that I'm still missing two trophies after 15 years. I've been trying. Do you not know where they are? Can you, or is it difficult to get them? It's, they're random. Oh, yeah, right. Yep. Number two, I can use coins that I can earn to get trophies, but I've done that so many times throughout the years that I have to put a ridiculous amount of coins in to guarantee that I'm going to get a new trophy. Like, the odds go up that the trophy that you get is a new one that you don't have yet. Oh, yeah. Yep. By the more coins you put in. And the more often you do that, the odds go down for you. Like, you have to put in more coins. You need to just stop. You need to just let it run, randomly generate, and if it's not what you want, just pull the power real quick before it saves. It's <laughs> a terrible idea. <laughs> no, actually, what I did uh, That's how you duplicate three Pokemon. years ago, I did a tournament mode where I just did all computer characters. Yeah. And I just let this automatically run a tournament where I had to click A after each match. And that's all I had to do. And it would automatically run. I did that for six hours. Jeez, man. Turn coins. And I got uh, I got three new trophies doing that. I could probably do that again. I only have two left to get out of like 280 trophies that they had. But oh, wow. at this point in time, it's just not worth it. So. Don't point at me. Put your finger down. So. <laughs> would Mario Tennis does look like it'd be fun? Yeah, and especially with so I, there's a story mode. I feel, the last time there was a story mode for a Mario Tennis game was the Nintendo 64. Like there's actually going to be a campaign mode. A story mode? That's yeah, just, dude. What's the story? You didn't see him like playing tennis against like a giant piranha plant. I guess I didn't. That was like hitting the ball back with yeah, his I'll tongue or something like now. that. But I'm curious. Like uh, I can only assume it's going to use motion controls, right? Hopefully, it's very similar to uh, but the, if it, Wii, the Wii Tennis on Wii Sports. But if it does use motion control... Oh, it does use motion control. They talk about it in the trailer. Isn't one of the Joy-Con better at it? Because it has the... Not necessarily. I'm trying no. to... Cause, no, because they, they use different the hardware again. It's how like you could use the nunchuck on the Wii U. Right. There's no sensor in it. It uses different types of sensors. Yeah. Where it still works. I've never had a problem with a nunchuck on a Wii U. But it does that. But it's better. It's it's fine. It, they'll both work. I was. Gonna, I think it's the right Joy-Con is the better motion control one. Yeah, because it uses the camera as well. Right. But the left one still has like really an accelerometer no and stuff in it. Like, as you've used it as a Wii U, well, Wii controller, right? Like playing a what's that game where you program Human Resource Machine? Human Resource Machine. Yeah. Yeah. So the game that you program Human Resource Machine, uh, you actually could use motion controls to make like a Wii style pointer on the screen. Right. Both the controllers work perfectly well for it. I don't think I ever tried the other one. I only tried, I tried the right both. one. Did yeah. Because I was very curious about it. Um, they both work. It, it'll be fine. Because playing tennis is not hard. It doesn't take a lot of motion control right. to do that. Um, but I love that. That's actually the one modern game that my mom would constantly play with me. Mario Tennis. Like we would literally sit in front, right in front of the TV. We would both face the TV and we would just play against like computers. We did that when I was sick my senior year. I was sick at home, and my mom was sick as well, so she stayed home from work. And we just sat. We put the two recliners up to the TV yeah. with these big, thick blankets in, like, 2007 when the Wii was still really cool. Yeah. And we just played uh, we played Wii tennis. 
probably for like a good four or five hours. It was awesome. I feel like it's going to make me really wish that Nintendo included like Switch Sports. Oh, you'd be like Wii Sports. Like Wii Sports. Yeah, that would be cool to see. That would be really neat to see because you could do Switch in a lot of cool ways. For example, they talked about uh, the Wii U. They had a demo when the Wii U came out where you would use the Wii controller as a golf club. Mm-hmm. And then you would literally put the Wii U gamepad on the ground and you would see the golf ball oh, on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Think of how much easier that would be on Switch. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like little stuff be like nice. that would be kind of neat. I but, don't know. Maybe when the Switch Pro comes out. <laughs> but you're right. I'd love to see like Switch Bowling. I'd love to see... You know, Switch Sports would be cool. You've already figured out the name. Switch Sports. Wait, Switch yeah, Sports. Because that was difficult to come up with. Yeah. So, anyway, those were the main highlights for me from the direct. Yeah. I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was good. It's all um, coming out the spring, too. Did you see how high my voice got right there? Yeah. No, I'm super pumped. I'm super pumped. It's going to be awesome. Pump you up. I love you, Nintendo. Nintendo. All right, Reddit. The hashtags. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all over the web. Don't forget to subscribe, and we'll see you guys next time. That's what you do. I told you that. If you ever stab, you have to say the word jazz at the end. Jazz! That was a podcast. You chose to live. To who do you think you make good choices? Whether you dare her, you have finding and can talk about things that are cool. We're feeling enthusiastic that you can be average too. Jazz! So dumb. So dumb, Brandon. <laughs>